If you're in the market for a super addictive puzzle game, you have to check out Mini Motorways on Apple Arcade. It's a city planning strategy puzzler with an incredibly satisfying gameplay loop. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today. That's sifter.com.au slash arcade for a free one-month trial of Apple Arcade, and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. New subscribers only, $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. Hey there, Gianni here. Now you know, Pixel Sift, it's a podcast. It's one of the best podcasts in Australia. We've got the award to prove it. But did you know over on pixelsift.com.au, do we not only have all episodes of the two podcasts we run, Pixel Sift and Mainstream, but we've also got feature interviews, feature interviews like this one. This is an interview I did with the organisers of Chiptune Festival Square Sounds. It's been running since 2013. And Christy Dosser... Alex Yabsley and Eugene Daverin Britton have been organizing this event which celebrates all the types, the varied types of music that can be made using a game console sound processing chip. Head over to our website where you can see a written version of this story. You can listen to a playlist that we put together featuring some of the artists that are going to be at Square Sounds 2020. And you can also see pictures from previous events. That's on pixelsift.com.au. So, can you tell me, what is Square Sounds? So, people at work this week have been asking me what Square Sounds is, and I say, okay, so I run a little music festival, and it's all midi- uh, music that's made with uh, old video game consoles and old synthesizers and basically old equipment that comes from your toy box or an op shop or eBay that no one wants anymore unless you're trying to do this kind of music. Some people know what the term chip tune is these days. I feel like it's much more than maybe when we started. Um, so we can kind of get away with saying, hey, it's a chip tune festival and a handful of people will understand what that means. But at the same time, we do try and not label pigeonhole it or label it as strictly a chiptune only festival um anything that's kind of in the surrounds of of that style be it retro kind of 80s style synthwave music or even yeah more just video game inspired stuff um second fence coins yeah it's, it's all about uh people making music with old computers basically can you take me back a little bit so how how did square sounds start okay so at the very start um uh eugene and i uh had been running um something called soundbite for a few years and that was um, a much smaller event which was mostly local artists that playing chip tunes and it was basically no one else in Australia was really putting on many chip shows, so um, we sort of saw a bit of a niche and started doing it. Um, we went to what was at the time the 
sort of biggest and best known and probably still is um, music chip music festival called Blip Festival and got to know the guys who put on that festival and said, hey, what do you think about bringing an Australian version of Blip Festival out? And um, we're involved with running that. Um, unfortunately, they decided after that show that, that was kind of their last one. I don't think that it was <laughs> that they decided not to run it because the Australian show had gone badly. It was just that that was the right time for them. They've been doing it for some years. Um, and we said, well, we're not ready to stop yet, so we're going to start doing square sounds because there's there's no one else that's doing quite the thing that we're doing. And it's I, I think it's important for us to carry that scene on. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the, scene, the scene people are really important to us now because we've been around them for a really long time so it's as much about the people and the like relationships within the the scene as it is about the actual music so that's why we're still doing it and so you've got people who who take part from all over the world you've got people from italy from france from japan what is the commonality between the artists that are part of square sounds basically alex and i um and eugene who is the other person who's been involved for all the past years we put on the show that we would want to see. So um, we choose the music that we think um, we would like to go out for. And the theory is if we would like to go out for it, then there's probably other people that would like to go out for it too. Well, ideally, we like to have seen them perform before we book them here because um, the the live, live performance element of the music is a really big part of it. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes that works out for us in the fact that there's the um, sister show in Tokyo. So we we try and get to that as much as we can. And then that means we can see not only the Japanese artists, but the artists that are going to play there. Um, yeah. So we're lucky that we've all got good taste and similar kind of ideas for what we like, but also different too. Like the Japanese, I guess, is a bit more video gamey, whereas yeah. we're um, in Melbourne, I guess, trying to break away from the video game style a little bit more and it's more dancey than video gaming. But um, Japanese audiences, they, they love that video game style uh, music. Talking about that live performance aspect of it, because so much of, I guess, electronically made music can just be done in front of a laptop in someone's house. What are you looking for for someone who's going to put on a performance at Square Sounds? What, what do they need to have? A big part of the performances for us is it's not just about the music, it's about the visuals as well. So we have um, visualists for every act um, and they could be doing anything from, um, for example, the last festival we did, we had someone who was using VHS tapes to make visuals through to people who are using uh, like video game graphics, through to people who are doing sort of hand-drawn cartoony kind of graphics. So that's a big part of it, but um, you want them to engage with the crowd. And I think it's really important for them to, like, you can have a relationship with a crowd while you're on stage and they're in the audience. You know, some people will just jump around and have that energy feed into the audience. Some people will have a guitar. Some people will play guitar over their chiptune track. Um, there's, There's so many different varieties. And I think that as long as you're engaging with your audience and your audience is feeling like they're part of that, um, relationship with the artists like I think that's that's the most important thing 
If someone wants to come along and they've never been to an event like this, what are some good things for them to either do before they come along or a good frame of mind to be in when they, uh, if they're, they're coming to the first Square Sounds this weekend? Don't expect video game music. I think that's what it is. Like people seem to think that it's going to be, there's a joke within the chip scene called that's Mario at a rave. It doesn't sound like Mario Brothers music. <laughs> sound like your soundtrack to your video games. It sounds like dance music. A lot of the stuff is music that if people were a little bit more open-minded, you would be hearing it on the radio. Yeah, and I think one, prepared to dance. Yep. That yep. would be that would be good. And the other one is definitely the being open-minded because it attracts a whole range of different people of different musical tastes because it's not a genre into itself. It's just a sound palette or an aesthetic we have a huge range from like trashy pop through to full hard dance music to some that is probably more like your progressive Sega soundtrack type stuff and all of that happens from act to act throughout the night That's Alex Yabsley, and before that, you heard from Christy Dosser, two of the organisers of Square Sounds, which happens in Melbourne on the 21st and 22nd of February 2020. So if you're in the area, go and check it out. You would have also heard from some of Alex's music throughout this interview. He goes by dot A-Y, D-O-T, full stop, A-Y. And the first track you heard was a song called Washed Away from a 2013 EP. And that one there was Facer, which came out last year. If you like that, check out Alex's music on Bandcamp. There's a link in the description of this episode and on our website. You can head to our website if you're keen to get more dancey, chip music uh, where you'll find a special playlist that we've put together featuring artists from Square Sounds 2020. That's pixelsift.com.au and look for the Square Sounds article. In that, you'll also find pictures of the crew, of people dancing away, uh, and much, much more, as well as a stack of other amazing articles that you can read, podcasts that you can listen to, and videos you can watch. So that website again, pixelsift.com.au. Until next time, we'll see you later. Did you know that the original Final Fantasy creator, Hironobu Sakaguchi, made a spiritual successor to that legendary series called Fantasian for Apple Arcade, and every level in the game is a handmade, physical miniature model. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing, and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today at sifter.com.au forward slash arcade for a one month free trial of Apple Arcade and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. This offer is for new subscribers only $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled.